0: Hi, I'm Dawit Adumbie of Inside These Minds and you're listening to the legendary Geo Show. The 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 Geo Show.
1: The Geo Show. The Geo Show hello and welcome to the geo show once again i am your host and master of ceremonies gop and today c- joining us on the show a good radio friend of mine and just overall cool editor and producer he is the host of inside d's minds he is a really cool guy my good friend Douda dumbia i know him as Douda, the king of vibes welcome to the show
0: Heck, thank you, Geo. It's good to be on the legendary Geo Show. I've heard a few of your episodes,
1: and holy smokes, they are mint, my guy. Oh, I'm honored. I'm honored that you think that. Glad to have you on. You are, uh, I guess, way to present it, our producer, I guess, audio editor, uh, fellow radio uh, head, I guess radio heads, uh, well, it's a term now. I guess I just invented it, but... um, (laughs) I want to start off by asking, what's uh, so again, radio guy? How'd you get into kind of the radio spin of things and kind of, I guess, more of the producing side? So
0: in terms of the radio, I mean, of course, like everyone else, we we pretty much like would listen to music when we're like kids and listen to radio stations whenever Mm -hmm. we have like a drive uh, somewhere with like our mom and dad, especially with our siblings. But in terms of, like, getting to, like, the radio program, it all started, like, maybe a few months, like, almost a year before I became a student at Algonquin College's very own radio program, where I went to this uh, event for, like, high school and middle school students called Algonquin Connections, and it's practically an event where you just sign up to be a part of this program for the day, and like practically experience what it was like to be in that part and originally i chose the animation program just to see what it would be like but at the time my teacher had told me that that program was full and so she practically listed off programs that are still open and radio broadcasting had caught my attention and i'm and I was like, okay, cool. I'm actually going to sign myself, sign myself up for it. And luckily enough, it was still open. And so I ended up actually just experienced what it's like to be on air on AM 1700 as well as DJ. as well as having to make a commercial with the help of a former student and fr- as well as a good friend of mine and. Uh, with his, which is the iconic Baton Rouge commercial we both know. Oh yeah, uh, oh Doing, and since then, like I've, like ever since that day, like my interest in radio has grown even more to the point where I've done co-op placements within the 2016-2017 school year, which I spent like the first five months of school at, uh, at Algonquin for their operator program, and then by the time January 2017 rolled around. I uh, did my core placements at CKCU 93.1 FM over at Carlton University. Nice. And then after that, I ended up uh, become a full time student at Algonquin. and then here I am right now, finally a graduating
1: student. So that was interesting. I had no idea that you were gonna that you were planning to do animation. That's really cool. Uh- yeah, just that like. Um,
0: like growing up, I, I mean, other than watching like TV with like cartoons and stuff like that, I loved having to draw growing up, and oh, I yeah. still do. It's just like I, in a way, I haven't done it in a while, mostly because it's like it's been a long time since I've drawn something, unless it's like something real quick to show like a uh, an example or just to like draw out my ideas and thoughts on what's going to be like.
1: And it's it's almost ironic that the animation studio was like directly across from oh, the radio man. program. It would have been funny. Imagine if you ended up there, you would have been yelling at us to turn our music oh. down, which we got a lot of smack for. So that is that is amazing. But uh,
0: those are facts,
1: man. So what was it like kind of jumping into radio at first? Was it intimidating? Was it like was it what you were expecting? What What was it like? Um. It was like. It was, like, to be honest, it was a little
0: bit of both. Like, um, I w- it wasn't intimidating in terms of, like, the fact that I'd be going on air for the first time, which I'd never done before, as well as the fact that I still find it fun. The fact that you get, like, I get to choose uh, or play music, as well as telling, I like, really fun, interesting topics, whether it's uh, serious uh, or And even fun at the at the same time. And of course, like when I told you about how I started out, it's like, mm-hmm. I didn't really t- tell you that it was actually, I was intimidated at first. But then once I get the hang of things, it was, I've gotten used to it. It's starting to become more fun. The fact that I found topics that not many people either find or find interest unless I added my own spin to it.
1: Right and that was i guess kind of stemmed into uh your your show on uh, CKDJ which i quite fondly remember listening to and it's uh, available on most uh podcast streaming platforms and that is inside d's minds which is uh which is it's quite a good show you talk it, it's actually it's an excellent show you talk to um quite a lot of artists who actually appear on the CKDJ station uh and also some other guests as well what was that like Honestly, like,
0: it was really fun, the fact that, of course, like, when, like you said, that the artist that I've interviewed played on CKDJ, like, I enjoyed listening to, like, the music they had put out onto the station as I enjoyed it, whether it's uh, from, like, has that bombastic feel to it or just, like, calm, soothing, kind of like that instrumental lo-fi uh type of music in a way it's like I enjoyed that a lot to the point where I was like, you know what i'm gonna like I just want to at least find and interview people that
1: actually bring out the bangers and the heats no matter what it is and it must be was was it hard to get a lot of people on the show or was it a bit of a challenge or what was that like uh for the most part like uh most of the
0: interviews that i uh that I've interviewed. It was easy in terms of facts that, um, like, when I was at the station uh, interviewing people, like, just minding my own business in a way, like, the music director, like, uh, like a good friend, uh, Perry Leakey of Mismatch Socks, he, uh, as well as, like, the fact that my former classmates of mine from when I was doing my original run of the program would ask if I'm down to uh, interview the. The bands as well as the artists, uh, and I was like, for sure, like I'm actually down for it. As I want, I myself wanted to perfect uh, my interviewing skills because I know that if I were to get into this industry of being in radio, I need to perfect my interviewing skills, like by writing down questions as well as asking questions on the spot, so that I could get at least the best answer I can I can get. And so that if I were to work on, let's say, over at CFRA or even like a jump or any of the radio stations across the country, Mm -hmm. I want to at least let people know that my interview skills are great. I can do it on the spots and I don't have to like struggle up like along the way.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And what was your favorite interview from uh, from inside these minds? My one of my, my favorite ones is the
0: one I did with Dre, and um and this interview was back in twenty nineteen, and is the fact that I mean all the other episodes I actually really do enjoy doing them, uh it's just it's the one with uh, Dre that stand out the most the fact that uh for one he was he or is going to be the opening act for well known rapper the Game and unfortunately at the time um like the game had to cancel his his Canadian tour uh mostly due to like trying to like it's just mostly due to like um like getting the papers uh to enter Canada and either way um I'd still managed to do the interview even though like the tour was canceled and since then uh we still, when we done it, it was really fun to do, and it was like, it it is something that wants to like, it is one of those moments that I will still remember for the years to come, it's to the point where I would tell like my own kids of what
1: <laughs> my college life was like for the mo- most part. It's awesome, and he was he was the one who who you got a freestyle beat uh, popping uh, during yeah. the interview, and he just started freestyling. That is amazing. I mean. I can't even imagine having the skills for that. That was just really cool to listen to.
0: Yeah, it's like the fact that I also found out that um like the freestyle he um had rapped was also like the uh, lyrics for his uh song at the time, uh Higher, and I enjoyed that song as it was like quite something. And since then, like I wanted to at least continue on with uh, having... Like a guest do like uh like quote unquote live, um live uh, music performance because I've done it before in uh like a few episodes before where I interviewed uh Ellen braun for of who was like half of the band called trundled, which we played on cK mm-hmm. and she was like the first she was the first one to uh perform did a performance on my show and since then i knew that i want to at least continue on with that if the um my guest has decided to at least bring in their instruments and decide to perform
1: i know you're currently uh, releasing these um most podcasting platforms i've been listening yeah. to them on spotify and i think you can get them on a lot of other platforms too but who can we expect to see in some future episodes do you have any episodes you're dropping in future
0: yeah, so right now I'm dropping episodes that I have recorded during my time at Algonquin and <laughs> this season I actually called it the throwback season. Oh nice. As as I mentioned that they, these were interviews that I've done during my ever since I've started Algonquin College. Uh for for example, the first episode I'd done was with Roland Prince and then since then i've been i pr- practically been interviewing like artists uh, throughout the uh the pretty much like during the summer of my first year going to second year and then same thing with uh throughout my second year and since then i've been getting i was i've been becoming more confident in interviewing so the episodes after uh like the sixth episode being with dre uh parents i have uh i much more like a talk down with uh andrew kiff uh sarah sholdyce as well as cody g and then afterwards i pretty much have interviews of like the lionels the um Ooh. um who else oh man it's been it's been a minute um also <laughs> sabrina Fala. i even have an interview with uh our good friend Jimmy Barry. Oh, nice! And friend of the program. Got, yeah from our program, and also a friend of mine from high school, and who, uh, graduated from the music program over at uh, Carlton University, and as well as another friend of mine who I met during my co-op days in at Carlton. I interviewed Rima Clara. Oh, nice. And, I even interviewed a good friend of mine uh Nick Anger who formerly goes by the name of Dangerous and he was the first guest I've interviewed uh who was like a repeat guest and then the last and then uh the last episode I've am currently editing right now is when I did my trip uh back home to Africa to meet fam to see family and this was a few months before the coronavirus had hit Mm-hmm. So I'm actually glad I managed to record like audio that I can, just so that I'll let people know about the culture of what it's like to be in my home country for the month.
1: That that must have been nice to go right before uh, pandemic hit too.
0: Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, like I've lost uh, someone near and dear within the family uh, during like the the coronavirus. So unfortunately, but I would still have in my thoughts though.
1: My condolences, my friend. Uh, thank you. Now you're also into producing as well. What have uh, what have kind of your producing endeavors uh, gotten you into? So practically, I've like, other than like having to produce
0: station IDs from uh, for both AEM and CKDJ, I have uh, interviewed, no, not interviewed, uh, actually produced. Uh, some commercials, uh, the last one I've done was for plagiarism events for Algonquin back in March, mm-hmm. and that was the last commercial I'd done. Other than that, I've been producing some instrumental music of my own using this app on my iPhone, and it helps me be a little more creative with uh, what kind of sound I'm going for if in case I could not find what I'm looking for on the copyright free uh youtube channels which i have like a catalog of different ones on my laptop and on my youtube channel like not on my youtube channel but on youtube itself
1: mm-hmm. one of your pieces that i absolutely love is the uh, theme song or i guess the intro opening to inside these minds uh what yes. what inspired that piece so pretty much like i uh
0: enjoyed like memes and stuff like that as well as like just like having to at least be a pretty much like a content creator and and i was like going through like okay what kind of uh what kind of sound slash style i wanted to go for and so pretty much the instrumental part you hear throughout um i found that on like the youtube channel which is like the no copyrighted free uh, music and since then, I was like, okay, how, where can I work? How can I work th- from this point on? And since th- and then, I realized like I'm gonna add in clips of uh, things that I've remembered during my time in high school. For example, the hot these nuts <laughs> like that. W- that was from like uh, one of my favorites from when Vine was still around. R. I. P. To that. Oh yeah. And um, I even like added in. Um, the facts that one, added in the clip of my one of my favorite YouTuber, by the name of Kai Somar, who is like a sneaker YouTuber, and he he has a saying called uh, where he does when he says um, all of a sudden fam, and since then I was like that's actually one of the most funniest sayings that even I myself had said it a few times, and then of course like I'm to mention I'm I'm a pretty big Marvel fan myself. To the point where I even added in uh, Luke Cage from when Netflix did his series. uh, When he using his iconic uh, saying sweet Christmas. And since then I've decided to mash that all together to what you hear today.
1: Very, very cool. And it's an excellent piece as well. And also kind of going backwards i also you also mentioned before uh you actually did an internship at uh a uh, university radio station which was yeah. at i believe um uh ckc uh what was that yes, like sir. oh man
0: it was like it's presently just as fun as when i did my co-op placements at agonquin for ckdj uh this time it's um it's, in, in a way, a little bit more bigger, in a way, the fact that it's, like, CKCU had shown me what it's, like, to respect, like, uh, the local scene of, like, within Ottawa, as, of course, I have learned a bit of, like, the local music scene in Ottawa over at CKDJ, but for CKCU, I've actually learned a lot more deeper and better The fact that there be times I would see some musicians being interviewed and also the fact that CKCU, what makes that place cool and iconic is that they literally have uh, like walls upon walls of different records. Like they have their own record library, uh, which um, it's in the same area. And even have like a record library within a studio. And I'm like, oh, wow. I would like look, I'll look at it. And I'm like, yo, this is actually pretty sick. To the point where um, my former supervisor had wanted me to do like an episode of the show called. Oh, man. It's honestly been a while. So it's like, oh, it's called Listen Here. And what she wanted me to do at the time is find. Songs from different records, whether it's from like CDs, like vinyl records, and did play them, and then give like a fact of the artist of what from album wise. And I've done like two like two episodes at least. And since then, it's like, like I actually enjoyed music a lot more. For example, I actually uh first heard of the musician K Tronada. For the uh, from the co-op placements at Carlson University,
1: nice. And was was the vinyl selection that they have there? Was that just Ottawa artists, or was it just like everything, like a whole bunch of stuff all mixed in?
0: Like everything, not just uh, within Ottawa, but it's like everything. Because you can tell there when I picked up the vinyl, you can tell there's a lot of history into it. The the fact that the vinyl cover is like you can t- you can see like the the wear and tear to it like you can tell there's like so much history to it wow it was like man like i like it made me it showed me uh it gave me a lot more respect for vinyl records than i have in the past because of course like many people just say it's like man vinyl records is uh really old it's like I don't, i'm not gonna listen to it but when you think about it the more you held it. As well as listening to it for like from a vinyl player, the more respect, more care, the more love you show into it.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. It's like it's it's the fact of the physical media of actually, like, lifting the needle on and hearing that crackle before the music starts. Yeah, exactly. It's the same kind of vibe with, like, I guess, cassettes that are making a comeback because it's like you're actually... Like, the tape is actually moving, you know? It's it's like you're yeah. actually seeing the physical thing playing, so... And I guess those are kind of making a comeback, too, but it's like you see a lot of uh, respect for vinyls, so that is that is very cool. And...
0: Like... Yeah. Like, ironically enough... Like my love for like the cassettes and the vinyls, like it got its start when I've watched the first Guardians of the Galaxy oh, uh, yes. movie. Oh yeah, the fact that um Peter Quill had the Walkman with the cassette tape given to him by his mom. The awesome mix. And I'm like, yeah, the I even have it on my phone, nice. but I just it doesn't feel the same if I were to, if um when I have the digital version, when I should at least uh, sought out and go get the actual cassette tape because for me i was born in 97 so i've grown up in like the era of like still growing up in the uh, era with like dvd seat digital and, as well as, yeah digital like digital and the fact with like vhs tapes and the cassette tapes the fact that my dad um in a way would play michael jackson as well as um some of like the musicians he listened to what during his time back in my home country
1: oh yeah and it's and it's also funny with just like you mentioned like not having the same feel it's just kind of like with the digital and even with like a cd or like the itunes you kind of just click and it instantly like burns to a disc or something but like with the vinyl it actually like has to be pressed into like the vinyl itself and with the tape you actually have to record it for the duration of however long it is. So it's like, it's, it's a whole, I guess a whole different vibe, I guess you can say. So it's really cool. Yeah. Now, uh, what, what have you been up to nowadays? Have you been, uh, I guess kind of working on the producing side of things, any, uh, obviously inside these minds with on, uh, on, uh, the podcasting platforms, but what have you been up to besides that? So, I mean, like
0: pretty much like other than like the whole producing side of things, I've been working at a grocery store during the duration of the pandemic oh yeah and of course there were times where um it was harder for me to try not and not getting into the production side of things because of how busy i've been getting and as well as the fact that i've even been doing my best in applying for full-time jobs within the production side of things and other than that um myself and andrew kiff uh and a mutual friend of ours have been doing this uh, podcast together, called uh, the Twenty Nine Ninety Four podcast, and we've recorded like a we have recorded like a few episodes in. Just only thing is that I have to put together a theme song, and in a way, I have sp- sparked some ideas, but at the same time, it's like it's really hard to do so when you have when you are thinking of everything else, like twenty nine miles an hour, yeah. And other than that, I've been doing some production stuff and I've been sending it to uh, someone that I know who works in the Rogers uh, radio stations and which I found out recently that he retired. I'm like, man, like I had no idea, but at the same time I would send him some of my work and he would give me feedback and it's really good feedback, which I continue to learn to uh, like listen to so that when I send him, so my work, it would like, it would sound a lot more better than the last time for it.
1: Right, right. And um, what's that podcast? Now you mentioned you're working on uh the, what's the uh, what's the theme of the podcast that you're uh, I guess recording? So it'll just be uh, talking about like some of the randomest
0: uh, stuff uh, that you would uh, would see me talk about. Oh yeah. In terms of like uh, how random it is, um, just whatever that's perks past- your
1: interest of the episode
0: exactly, and you would it's practically that, but in the form of the podcast with me, Kiff, and a mutual friend of ours.
1: Nice, and uh, when is the, I rem- I know that you're working on the uh, the the theme for that, but any uh, do we have an ex- expected release of that so we can anticipate, like. At the moment, I
0: I would say at some points when, like, with uh, Kif, like, when he's, like, done with, like, uh, like working at the college for, like, the summer, then we should at least have a release at some point in the summer. Nice. Just so that we can, since everything will be calm in a way, of course, there will be times I'll be working, but for him, he wouldn't be having too much stress for it. Oh,
1: yeah, more time to kind of, like, get together and brainstorm and stuff. Exactly. Well, oh, that's awesome, and um, yeah. So we're uh, so I guess uh, that kind of wraps up the interview. Want to thank you for having you on. But where can the people find you and your podcast if they want to give a follower a listen?
0: All right. So from my podcast, you can all you have to do is type up inside these minds, which is like a i n s i d e d e e z m i n d z on. All your pl- platforming favorites like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Anchor FM, all the other ones. And if you want to follow me on a personal level, you can find me on my Twitter and Instagram, which is at yo Daouda d, where I would just post some of the coolest and the most random stuff when I can. And but if you want to follow me on my radio adventures, uh, you can follow me at dawooda d radio. And, but if you want to see some pretty funny stuff that I don't post on my socials like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, you can add me on Snapchat at NarutoNerdHerd.
1: Awesome. Well, so happy to have you on. Another pal from the radio. Another acquaintance from the radio program. Can't wait to hear some more of Inside These Minds. And uh, thanks for coming on. No
0: problem. It's been an honor to be on your show, man. The Geo Show. Geo Show. The Geo Show. The Geo Show.
1: And if you're looking for a good hands off coffee experience in the Ottawa area, look no further than the Daily Grind Coffee Company. All their brews are made by machine, no human contact. Since 2018, Daily Grind Coffee Company has been providing Starbucks quality coffee at a Tim Hortons price. Find them online at thedailygrindcoffeecompany.ca